All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Healthy Empath podcast. Today I'm joined by my friend Jeffrey Gignac. Jeffrey started his journey at an incredibly young age as one of the youngest people ever to be certified as a practitioner of neurolinguistic programming at the age of 15. He studied psychology at uh, the University of Windsor before becoming a clinical hypnotherapist and licensed master practitioner of NLP and a world-renowned expert in brainwave, brainwave stimulation and entrainment. Jeffrey is a publisher, published author, speaker, and coach, as well as, as well as one of today's most prolific content creators in the personal development space. His love for helping others transcend limitations and live their best lives has made him a fan favorite in the industry. Jeffrey was introduced by a mutual friend recently, and I'm very glad and excited for him to well, to share him with you guys and then the stuff that he works on and the, that he, the products and services that he's created and that I've been using. This is going to be a fun episode. I hope you enjoy. So again, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for the introduction. All right. So can you get us started with sharing a bit of the journey that led you to where you are now and how it relates to the work you're doing? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I, I feel like I was almost born <laughs> into this, you know, uh, at a really young age, I, I started to get a sense of what I really wanted to do with my life. And that's because um, when I was in school, starting really young, I was identified with learning disabilities, developmental delays, and all of these issues. And I struggled in every area, not just you know, math and science, but I had to go to speech therapy. I had to, I mean, I couldn't take tests normally. I couldn't read. I mean, it was a mess, but I did have a really great advantage. I mean, to other people that maybe struggled like I did is both my parents were psychologists. And so, and the other good bonus was, is that they both worked within the school board where I went to school. So, you know, and, and one of them was really um, kind of high up there and respected and so, you know, they were able to work really closely with the teachers and the, the school board to create these special circumstances where I could possibly demonstrate that I was learning. It wasn't that I couldn't learn and it wasn't that, you know, stuff wasn't sinking in, but it was really hard for me to demonstrate that I was learning. And so they created these really unique ways to help me show that I was learning. And the idea was to keep me moving forward grade to grade, and hopefully my brain would just sort itself out. And that often happens, right? It does often happen where suddenly all of these issues that people have just tend to even out and sort out. But that didn't happen for me, um, not in the way that they hoped. And so, you know, I continued to struggle. And then finally my parents were like, okay, he's old enough. We're gonna take him to get this neuro, neuropsych, this really comprehensive neuropsych, which ended up being my first experiences having EEGs, you know, um, that measure brain waves put on my head. And they poked and prodded me and they, you know, read this and do this, fit this circle into the, you know, <laughs> into this square, they're doing all of these things to, to assess me. And when they were done, um, I've ne I, I'll never forget this because they started talking to my parents about me while I was still in earshot. You know, I mean, this is the 70s, right? You know, things were a little bit different back then, I guess, but uh, I don't think they would ever do that now. But I remember the doctor saying, look, Mr. Geniak, the way 
we see it is that all the areas of Jeff's brain are working as they should, but the problem is they see it is that there's communication gap. They're not communicating with each other as they should. So if he never fixed that, if that never corrects itself, he will always look and demonstrate and, and act like somebody that's very learning disabled, that's incapable of doing much of anything, he said. But the good news is, you know, if, if we can figure out a way to connect these areas, then he'll excel. He said, we, we tested, you know, his creative side is off the charts. We just have to get it connected. And my, I never forget, my dad looks over at my mother and said, well, so what you're saying is this is a communication problem. And the doctor's like, well, and he says, well, we're psychologists, so we should be able to figure this out. And, you know, his, 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 I think his, I never, I'll never forget his excitement, right? And his, and I'm sure he did it all for my behalf, right? Like trying as a, as a parent to say, you know, let's not let on that this is a serious thing to the kid, right? Let's try to keep him. But, um, you know, they followed through though. Uh, mom and dad, they, you know, neuroscience wasn't what it is today. They really didn't, they were just beginning in the seventies. And, you know, my dad did everything in his power. He did all these things like um, to try to get my brain to connect. And a lot of it was experimental. He would, you know, he'd see me eating with this hand with the fork and he'd take the fork out of my hand and put it in the other hand. Or, you know, we'd go out to play sports and baseball and I'm, I'm holding the bat like this, right? You know, right-handed. And then he'd say, no, 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 now let's do it left-handed and cover one eye and one ear and try to follow my voice around them. Like anything that he could do to try to connect the brain and try to get, uh, what he was what he was attempting to do is get the brain to bounce back and forth right back and forth between the left and right side Well, you know every day they worked with me after school and then um, One day I mean one night after a huge argument with my dad He was trying to explain in a different way. I could process the word together He was telling me, you know think of it as three words to get and her and try to piece it together. And for some reason I couldn't get it. Well, I mean, I was not getting a lot of things. And I remember going to bed super angry. And it was literally the next morning where I felt like a light bulb had been turned on in my head. I mean, it really was, I mean, it didn't have, it, not all of it corrected instantly, but very quickly after that, I understood what he meant about together and how to break apart the word. And suddenly I was able to connect the dots. I was able to, con you know, it was like I was fully connected and I was finally able to learn. I started, I, my reading level got up to grade level like within a, a couple months. I was able to take tests normally. I was able to, you know, all the things that I couldn't do. I suddenly didn't need to go to speech therapy anymore. I mean, again, it wasn't overnight, but it happened very, very fast. And it was then that I knew that what I want to do with my life. I knew that you know, even though I didn't understand what my parents did and why it worked, and probably probably didn't even know either, you know, being experimental, I did know that if it wasn't for them, and if it wasn't for what they did, my life would have turned out radically different. I could have had a totally different life. I mean, how lucky was I to be born, you know, with, with parents that had this ability and this education to help me and experiment and to love me enough to do it. And it was then that I just decided that this was going to be my passion. I wanted to learn everything I could about the brain. I wanted to learn about self-development. I wanted to be a help. I mean, you know, I hadn't even been in high school yet. And I knew that this is what I want to do. I mean, I didn't know exactly what I was going to be doing. I didn't think I'd be doing brainwave entrainment. I didn't think I'd necessarily go down the spiritual path. I ended up 
doing, but I knew I was going to be helping people that struggle. Wow. That's fascinating. What do you think was the primary force behind that sudden click? If there was one or maybe just, you know, a combination of everything. Yeah. I mean, I've spent a lot of time thinking about that and over the years. And I think what happened is that um, my brain just discovered a new way to connect itself. It was just all of the, all the different things they were doing were attempting to, to, for me to connect back and forth. And it was like exercise, you know, you exercise the muscle, it gets bigger. But, you know, the theory is, I think, is that I probably had a little bit of damage to my corpus callosum. And after, I mean, I have, I have nine EEG machines in this office that you're looking at right now. And after a lot of studies in, in reading my own brain, I think what happened is, and I can make a strong argument for it, is that my brain just found another way to connect because it couldn't do it that well through the corpus callosum and started you know, creating what we would refer to as traveling brain waves to just get everything, you know, um, and I think that's just what happened it, almost overnight. It just oh. changed the way it worked due to all the, the, the exercise, basically. Yeah. yeah, when you were yeah, talking about that, it reminded me of that book, uh, The Brain That Changes Itself. Mm -hmm. uh, that was popping up and yeah, that brain neuroplasticity. So there's a lot of developmental delays and uh, delays and all these different things right now. And so if you were, if you had a, you know, a child with some of these things, what kind of tools would you use with them? Would you use, use some kind of a, you know, your own brain entrainment stuff or what do you think would be helpful for either parents or kids who have these type of, you know, whatever, yeah, way to call them, you know, learning delays or just, you know, kind of like disconnections in the brain. Yeah, I, you know, that's a great question. And for sure, I would do some of the things my parents did for me, you know, because while, you know, they're not proven, they're not, um, but, but, but theoretically, right, just that whole idea that you're, you're encouraging this bouncing of brain signals between the left and the right hemispheres is an exercise. So whatever I could do with the physical, I would do that. I would, I would engage the physical body. I would also look after nutrition in a huge way, right? I'd want to make sure that the, the, my child's brain had the ability to produce all the proper neurochemicals that it could. So I would use the brain. I would use the nutrition. But I also would use a lot of the technology I've developed over the years that through auditory and visual stimulation helps, encourages the brain to bounce signals between the left and the right. And so I would pull all those things together and I would just keep working at it because, um, you know, we're, there's a lot of things we do understand about the brain, but hey, the reality is, is we're still infants in our understanding. There's so much more that we don't know. But like in the book, The Brain That Changes Itself, like our human body and our neuroplasticity, whenever we challenge it, and we continue to do it, change will occur. So I, I would just approach it from all of these angles and be incredibly persistent with it. Yeah, uh, that last point you said, I think that just kind of popped up for me is probably the most important. And that sounds uh, like it was for your parents too. And that was the mindset and, you know, and that persistence and just kind of making a decision. That sounds like your parents like didn't care. They almost refused to, to hear what the doctors have to say in a way. And you're like, no, we're going to, we're going to figure this out. We're not accepting that as, as an answer. We're going to, we're going to do what we can. And then just through that, yeah, persistence. Yeah. Yeah. The, the human body is very resilient and adaptive and there are a lot of ways. So you just gotta 
start doing stuff. <laughs> That's right. You know, oh, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, this theme that I've been on lately, I don't know what it is, is um, so many people lately have said, you know, Jeff, I feel stuck. I have, I have a very large community, by the way. And, um, and, and, and I'm, I feel so blessed because I think there's some of the most loyal and engaged fans that I have, you know, anywhere in this industry. Um, but a lot of people are, and, and they, we've talked together. We get to, we meet in these groups. Some of my products, we have special groups that we meet like over Zoom and we talk. And, and so many people are, are, you know, being challenged with all the stuff that's going on in the world today have felt stuck at one moment or another. And the theme has been for me and for them and talking to them is, is move forward, you know, move forward, keep moving forward. If you're stuck on a road, and maybe you can see a road sign ahead, but you know, there's more signs after that one, but you're not gonna see them until you move forward and you keep going. You have to move on that road and make a decision about what you're gonna do with the sign. But the universe will give you feedback. But in order for the universe to give you feedback, in order for you to make more decisions, you know, you have to stick with a plan, make a plan and move forward on it. And as you do that, more stuff, the road signs will appear and you can make a decision to exit or not, but you, 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 you will get feedback, right? But you got to take that responsibility and do that and make sure that you're, you're, you're in motion and that you're reading the signs and you're making the most appropriate decision possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, perhaps your some of the technology you have could can help with that. You know, just yeah, I'm helping your you know your brain, your body, everything just relax so that you can move forward. So I want to talk about that, and also you know what we mentioned before about you know empaths and the best kind of like you know approach to life as empaths, and you know what what we can do to stay in that kind of more calm position and move forward. So. Before going into that, can you first go into the the life response frequencies and that technology, and just explain one the the story of how, how you got into that, and you know, with uh, you know this guide group and uh, that, that product there, and then also just a little bit about like how uh, the science behind it too, and like how that works and brain entrainment, and then uh, yeah, and then we'll go into applying that, and I can share a little bit about it too because I've been testing it out. And then we'll talk about, um, yeah, like we've mentioned, the, the, the approach to life for empaths. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this is, um, you know, the story for life response frequencies is uh, the story of how my life got turned upside down <laughs> and, um, you know, inside out and backwards. I mean, because I was really happy, you know, just working in the scientific world and really happy putting EEGs on people's brains and really happy looking at brain waves and that being everything, really happy. Well, at least I thought I was really happy <laughs> and content there, right? And um, then I, I started working on this program, which it was the first program I was going to have my name and my face on and release to the public. Because prior to that, I had been hired by guys like John Asraf and, um, tons of companies behind the scene to create brainwave simulation content for them, brainwave entrainment content, and then they put their name on it and they, you know, released it to the world and then they paid me royalties, but I was always behind the scenes, right? And I was working on this product that was going to be my first product, stepping out, doing things the way that I wanted to do it, and I was going to call it meditation, um, mastering meditation. And as I was creating that product, 
this, you know, getting towards the end of it, getting ready to launch it, this voice kept building in my head to call it life response frequencies. And the voice, I mean, first I dismissed it because there's a story behind that too. See, because years ago, way before any of this happened, I was getting my master practitioners in neuro-linguistic programming from one of the top people in the world. And she turns out, by the way, I didn't know this at the beginning, to be one of the highest level spiritual connected people I've ever met. And she's a friend now to this day, but this was in 2001. And um, she introduced me to her teacher and mentor, Norma, who, I mean, again, just of the two people I've ever met, I've never, ever met anybody so spiritually gifted, enlightened, connected, and lovely. And um, Elizabeth, that's, that's her name, she introduced me to Norma, and she identified me as somebody that could possibly solve a problem that Norma was having. See, Norma, her whole mission at this stage in her life, and she was getting quite up there in ages, was to release this product called Life Response. And it was this online platform where people would log in and with their computer and their keys, they would, they would move their, this sort of little ball across all of these color-coded keys. And they would do it in different patterns and directions. And while this was happening, a special, this was, this is what I was told, a high-level angelic guide group was using that tool called Life Response to balance people uh, for the, for, you know, in the wheels of life, we call them the wheels of life, peace, prosperity, happiness, and health. And now, so I, at the, at now I say this so matter-of-factly, but at the time when Elizabeth identified me as someone that could help Norma bring this to, to market, I didn't believe in any of this. I was just like, okay, well, okay, it's a software program, right? And you need to put it online. Right. And so just let me hand, let me, if I deal with it at that level, I can get this done. Right. And that's what I did. And so I ended up helping Norma put this program called Life Response online. And then she asked me to, you know, and I got paid for doing it. By the way, almost nobody else could figure it out, but I, I figured it out. Um, I don't know how, actually. It was just inspired in these really unique ways. And I got it just the way. But one of the reasons everybody had so much trouble getting this previous de developers for Norma getting this project online was because she was guided by guidance that everything had to be a very specific way in this project. And, you know, there was no creative license whatsoever. It had to be exactly the way guidance said. And some of the things that they wanted were really hard to do, right? And that could have been done slightly different in an easier way, but no, couldn't, you know, it had to be done in this very specific way. And that's why I think a lot of developers gave up, but somehow I was able to get it done. And after that, she asked me to help her with the support desk to um, build that for her and, and all this. And that's when my mind really started opening up to the spiritual because I started seeing all the support tickets come in and all the testimonials come in and all the positive feedback come in. And it didn't make sense to me that so many people were having these amazing transformations, these amazing healings come in by simply logging into this little interface where people were just typing on their keyboard, moving this little ball around through these things. It didn't make any sense to me, right? That there's no way that my brain could process it. But 
you know, bit by bit, as I saw these came in, I started to think there had to be something there. And so I started asking Norma about it. And she, <laughs> she, you know, kind of pat me on the head. Oh, you know, Jeffrey, <laughs> in, a, in a very loving, but somewhat patronizing way. You just don't understand, right? You just don't understand. The more I asked questions, though, the more they started to get in my head, I guess, both Elizabeth and Norma. And, um, and they just started to teach, right? Teach me and evolve me spiritually, and it started to happen. Uh, and this is an important part of the story because at, at one point, um, guidance told Norma, this, this guide group said, Norma, it's time for you to retire, you've done enough. And so Norma called me and said, Jeff, it's time for you to take this whole thing offline, take life response offline. And it was, I was kind of sad about it, but I did, that's what we did. We took it all offline, and archive it and she said destroy it actually get rid of it like it's now done and I I said okay the one thing though the impression that always left on me is that it was always a sacred sacred project and um so fast forward to now well to years ago when I'm working on mastering meditation when I was getting this feeling in my head to call it life response I dismissed it right away because I knew how special and sacred this was. I even had a silly thought. I was like, wow, if I sort of stole that name and call it life response frequencies, the guide group would smite me, <laughs> you know? I mean, I was still very childish in my thinking, you know, even back then. Um, and so I dismissed it, but the pressure kept building, kept building, and eventually it was waking me up at night. I was like waking up in sweats and, you know, with this pressure coming from deep within to call it, life response frequencies. And at the height of my stress over this whole thing, um, Elizabeth calls me right on cue because uh, we had become friends over the years. Um, and, and she always has a knack. Uh, she's so intuitive and so, you know, in touch, right? Is that anytime I'm having a really hard time or really stressed, the phone rings and she's on the other end, right? And she's, hey, Jeff, what's up? So right on cue, she calls and, and she says, hey, Jeff, what's up? And I told her, I, you know, what was going on and how I was feeling this pressure to call mastering meditation life response frequencies. And she went dead silent. I mean, just, you know, and um, for me, that scared me a little bit because usually when she goes silent, I'm about to get, you know, in a nice loving teacher kind of way, but I'm about to get read the riot act, right? Like I thought for sure she was gonna say, you know, Jeff, this was a sacred friend. You can't do that, you know? That's what I thought was coming. But instead, after a long silence, she said, hmm, they said yes. And I went, uh, what do you mean they said yes? She said, well, Norma's guide group showed up <laughs> and to Elizabeth and just told them yes and in fact what they wanted to do is to use the project that I was creating to continue Norma's work to have that energy that balancing come in for peace prosperity happiness and health and you know I didn't know what to say and uh, she said well you have to you have to agree <laughs> they said they want that but you still have to say yes because you know free will and all of that and I said okay sure you know, uh, I had no idea what I was getting into, by the way, because uh, we're 10 years later and a lot of things have gone on and um, they still want things exactly the way they want them in terms of how the product is released, how it's the instructions and all that stuff. But uh, 10 years later, uh, 
Life Response Frequencies continues to be one of my most loved and acclaimed programs. And um, that's, that's the spiritual side of how it started. Now, before that whole spiritual component came in, where there's this guide group that's actively balancing people for better peace, prosperity, happiness, and health, I had put all the science I could jam into it in terms of auditory stimulation and brain balancing. And so um, it started off, there was four core audios. Now there's 12. Um, and they all have a spiritual component and they all have a brain balancing component. So I took everything that I knew about how to balance the brain, how to help encourage rewiring of the brain, how to calm the brain, how to activate the brain, how to get into a super learning state and I, and, and, or a very peaceful state or a very happy state, all went into these audios for life response frequency. So we have a, a truly one of the most unique products ever where it's a strong spiritual side and a very strong scientific side as well. Um, one of the, I mean, I have, I have well over a hundred programs actually in my database, but I, I always tell people, this is the one, this is the one where I'm not driving the bus. I mean, all the other programs, I drive the bus. I, I, I decide how it's, you know, what it does, how it's created, how it's marketed, how it's developed, how it's, you know, sold all that stuff with life response frequencies. I am continued to this day, just, I, I, I'm not driving the bus. That's the best way for me to say it. I'm guided to do what I do and with this program and, you know, I've just learned to let go of the years and it is what it is. Now, what a fun story, especially being you know, at, at the time. So in that one side of the brain and science, science, everything, and then having this kind of, you know, this energy come through and these different like synchronicities with those people and, telling you to do this you're like wait what what are you sure <laughs> wait how does this work what do you mean oh, yeah. um <laughs> yeah really challenging you there that's great and then so you the the tracks right they're all infused with this kind of clearing energy from this guide group correct yes and it's not so much that it's infused is that it, it actively flows um which is really interesting so i i over the years i've gotten involved with scalar and quantum physics and, I, and i'm very experienced with that stuff using that technology we can infuse stuff with uh with different high vibrational frequencies and different things this is not so much infused rather it is a flow that just continues to happen you know and it and it's for the individual too which is really amazing people you know whatever you it, it meets you where you're at to help you respond more appropriately to life in the realms of peace, prosperity, happiness, and health. And then the next level, it helps you then take action in those realms of peace, prosperity, happiness, and health. And it's this flowing adaptive energetic support on top of the technology that helps, you know, encourage the brain to do better. Okay. Okay. And then can you explain a little bit about the, the tech, you know, what is brain entrainment for people who haven't like listened to anything like that? What's a kind of a simple explanation for that aspect of these tracks and what's going on in your brain there? Uh, probably the simplest way to explain it is like the beach effect. You know, um, if you were to sit on a beach, real you know, big rock maybe on the beach, starting in, you know, being there listening to the tides, as the tide would come in, and come out at a certain rate and speed, after a little while, 
we would find if we had an EEG on, you would find that aspects of your rhythms of your brain would actually start to sync up with the rate and speed of that tide coming in and coming out. And after the brain started to sync up a little bit, you know, giving you that really beautiful relaxation response. I mean, for anybody that's been on a beach and also had the opportunity to be in quiet and just take it all in, you notice it's an experience that is, is really amazing. And the part of that is that beautiful relaxation response because your brain is starting to get in sync with the environment. Well, once that happens, and if the tide were suddenly to change and roll in slower or maybe a bit faster, you know, the brain activity, the energy, the electricity, the sum of all the activity in your brain would then follow that change. And in a sense, that's what brain entrainment is. It's this ability to produce these specialized frequencies and sounds that the brain will sync up to and then follow. And then when we, we can adjust those frequencies and the rate and speed up or down, and the brain will follow it up or down. Well, why would you want to do that? Well, we've been studying brainwave activity for actually over 100 years. EEG has been around for a long, long time. And we have a wealth of data. We know what a brain looks like when somebody's stressed. We know what it looks like when somebody's happy. We know what it looks like. And, and the, thing, the great thing about it is that human beings are remarkably consistent from one person to the next. In terms of the physical structures in our body, the reason why you know, so many surgeries are completely routine is that when we wanna go look at the heart, we know where it is. It's, the same, it's roughly the same place on every human being, same with the liver, same with the eyes, right? And the same goes with the electrical format of the brain. The structures of the brain, there's a remarkable consistency from one being to the next. So we know what anxiety looks like. We know what superhuman math looks like. We know what the deepest states of love and compassion look like, right? And we know what that looks like in terms of cycles per second and patterns. And so with all this information, with all this information, we can entrain a brain to a specific cycles per second and move them up and down the spectrum in specific patterns in order to encourage certain mental states. You know, clarity, happiness, super learning, calm, relaxation, you know, excitement, all of these things. And so that's why it can be such a meaningful and powerful technology. Okay, and then how does it differ from or related to binaural beats? Is it the same or different? Well, the uh, binaural beats- most, most, I think a lot of people have heard of binaural beats by now. Yeah, yeah, binaural beats is sort of the, the, the grandfather of, of brainwave entrainment. It was the first, it's, it occurs natural, naturally. Um, you know, uh, I have in, in this office a, lunch of, uh, a bunch of Himalayan singing bowls. Um, and depending on how I play them, they will create natural binaural beats in the environment. And, you know, it'll activate the brainstem. And a binaural beat is essentially this. You put 10 cycles per second on one ear, five cycles per second on the other ear. The binaural beat is the difference between them, which is five cycles per second. But the thing is, is that it, that's actually an illusion. That, that five cycles per second binaural beat is actually created within the brainstem. Right, which is really cool because it, you know, we can, it makes it really easy to entrain. Well, over the years, different forms of brainwave entrainment and brainwave stimulation have come up. I've invented actually two of them. 
that are really specialized that do special things. But, but what I do does include binaural beats, but it also includes other types of technologies that I've developed over the years to enhance the effect of binaural beats and beyond. Okay, thank you. And yeah, I, I started listening to or using the these tracks from this one program that um, we're talking about here. I know you have a lot. And the uh, a lot of times, you know, the first time you use kind of anything new is a little more, tends to be a little more heightened than uh, every time after that. Um, so so the first time listening to the, the first track, I went through the, the happiness one. It was very, I don't even know what the word is, obvious, <laughs> powerful, um, different, like something clearly was going on. You know, I, I've listened to different, I guess, similar brain entrainments or binaural beats. And uh, when I put this on and listened, I, my posture immediately just changed to extremely upright, you know, that kind of like rounded tight, uh, you know, uh, rounded forward shoulders kind of, you know, went back. Uh, my spine was very straight. I was you know, just sitting in up very you know much straighter um, but very comfortably right no aches or pains and then with no effort either it just like happened and was kind of like holding me there um and i you know just lit tuned in and, and listened and i could feel this kind of you know something coursing through me for sure and then afterwards you know i slowly kind of like slowly went back into um the position i was in before which actually just reminded me of a dream that i had last night i make a note of that <laughs> um and I was like, okay, well, afterwards, I was like, okay, well, that was clearly something, you know, different, something going on for sure. And so that doesn't happen every time I, I, I do it now. Um, but especially if I, you know, the more attention I give it and just if I only do that, then I can still kind of, you know, tune into, tune into it and, and feel it for sure, um, which I do do. But now I've also just kind of, I enjoy just, you know, throwing one on randomly to while I'm on the computer or something. And while I'm working and just enjoying it like that. So yeah, I can definitely say that there is something, a little, a little something extra in there for sure. Um, it, it was really cool. I'm really enjoying it and gonna yeah, use it for a while. And I'm, it's only been maybe a couple of weeks now. Um, so I'm sure within a couple of months, I'll be able to reflect on it much more than I can now and maybe how it's related to other things in my life and I do have a ton going on right now and yeah for yeah, if I look back when a month or two I wouldn't be surprised if I say you know can relate that this has been helping me through that and you know between you know, podcasts and clients and starting an, another completely separate business and Whoa. new kids and like all this all this stuff uh you know so to help me stay just right like grounded and happy and healthy and prosperous, all the things in there, um, which actually leads into the, uh, the next part. So can you explain the, yeah, these, these four different aspects of life and kind of what we talked about as you know, being an empath or overstimulated, you know, easily get caught up in chaos, overwhelmed, things like that. So how can we use this, um, not necessarily the technology, but well that, but then also, yeah, just like what we talked about this, like approach to responding to life. Well, one of the things, I mean, here's something you can do with or without my technology, and it's just a, a practice that will help anybody, I mean, not just empaths, but anybody really stay grounded and focused. And the whole point is to get a person more comfortable and familiar 
with habitually responding to life appropriate, appropriately as it happens. Because that I have found is one of the key elements to peace, prosperity, happiness, and health is being able to avoid knee-jerk reactions, avoid reactions, and rather respond in the best possible way. And all that it takes, it sounds great, right? You know, you know just respond appropriately and just avoid knee-jerk <laughs> knee reactions. Oh, sure. You know, sounds, I mean, it's so easy to say, it rolls off the tongue. Um, but there's a practice that you can actually do that would, in, that would, that helps train you to do it, right? That actually burns that skill into your brain because just like everything in life, this kind of stuff is a skill. Emotional intelligence is a skill. Being grounded is a skill. It's not, I mean, very rarely are people born with the natural ability to do it. I mean, every, we find people with natural gifts all the time, of course, right? But you know, most things in life we got to learn. And so with life response frequencies, it's a little bit easier because you have the technology and the spiritual assistance, but you can do this even without it. And it's just a matter of thinking about your day and giving your day a theme, right? For instance, and you get to choose between peace, prosperity, happiness, and health. We call those the four wheels of life. Those are the main energies that are ever present around you allowing you know that you can tap into that are always there to assist you they're ever present they are actually uh, these four wheels of life the way i've come to understand them the expression of god's love for you or the universe's love for you or the source's love for you however the individual wants to frame it but these energies are just expressions of that ultimate love and they allow a little bit more finite you know, sort of involvement in it while we're in these 3D bodies here on this, you know, quote unquote, physical world, right? Where we're always dealing with some aspects of peace, prosperity, happiness, and health. So oh, these fun, fun little things uh, to cut you off uh, that I was just checking to see how we were doing on time. And it was one, four, three. I like, and my grandma used to, to write that on like everything, like one, four, three, as like code for like, I love you. So now whenever I, I see like one, four, three, like the time, I just just like to like the universe or to, you know, my Grammy's past now, I'll just be like, hey, I love you too. And like right, when you, right when you said that and it's like this, uh, um, the universe and love as I've started, yeah, checked to see how the time is one, four, three. And it's just cool little synchronicity and love there. So. Love it. Well, yeah. you know, ever present, like I said, and there we go, another example. And, and so here are the instructions really, really quickly for you, for empaths, but for anybody to value, especially important for empaths because empaths can be, so many things can come at you in different ways, energies, other people's stuff. And, and to avoid those overreactions and stay as appropriate as you can is the best way to really just stay centered in yourself and make the best possible decisions. So what you do is you think about your day. In the morning, wake up and think about your day. What's going on today? And of course, some days we don't know, right? We don't know, so you would just pick a theme. Peace, prosperity, happiness, or health. You know, maybe you know that during a specific day, I'm gonna buy a house, or I'm gonna lease an apartment, or I'm gonna pay off a debt, or I'm gonna make a business deal, or I'm gonna make a big purchase, or whatever it is. Well, maybe that's a day that would be appropriately themed prosperity, 
right? So in the morning, you think about your day ahead of you. What's, what, what out of those four wheels of life, peace, prosperity, happiness, and health, what would be the best theme for you for the day? And so once you, and if you can't think of one in the morning, then just tap into your innate intelligence and just pick one or pick one out of a hat, right? Whatever you like, but pick one. And then practice that day responding to whatever your choice is. So let's say if you pick prosperity as your theme for the day, your focus is to respond to prosperity. Now, linguistically, that sounds a little weird. You're going to say respond to prosperity. Yes, because I said prosperity is an energy. It is an actual individual energy. It's part of the four. It's part of God's expression of love for you. But it's an energy that's ever present in your life. And so for that day, you practice responding to it, right? Because it's always there getting your attention, wanting to get your attention. And if you have a day where you've got to make some big decision about money or something like that, trust me, it's even more present trying to get your attention. <laughs> Pardon me. So you decide that you're going to dedicate your day to responding to it. And then how do you do that? Well, you think about, well, what does that mean, responding to prosperity? And it's going to be different for every single person. And it's going to be different depending on your day. Right? But think about responding appropriately to prosperity. Think about how it's trying to get your attention during your day and what it means to respond appropriately to it. Right? And if you just hold those reflections in your mind, a very single focus, right, your day will go much better and you will learn to avoid overreactions and knee-jerk reactions and replace them with more appropriate behaviors and decisions in your life. And then the next day, you do the same thing, right? What would be a good theme for the next day? It's peace. Well, then your focus of the day is to respond in peace, respond to peace in everything that you do, reflecting on what that would mean. If peace is an ever-present energy, which it is in your life, and it is getting your attention every single day. It's, it's, it's going, hey, I'm here, Mike. You know, I'm here, Mike. Come with me. Come with peace. Be in peace, right? If peace is there doing that, how do you respond to it? What does that look like in terms of your behavior? What does that look like in terms of your thinking? And you do your best to keep your mind on that track. And then the next day is health. The next day is happiness, whatever it is. Every day you pick a theme. And imagine that, because it's really there, you don't have to imagine, but start off by imagining that there's this loving energy that's getting your attention. It's always there looking to get your attention. And you are to think about how to respond to that. You do that every single day. You will be amazed, even after a month, how your thinking will change. How a month down the road, if you're journaling, you will be pleasantly surprised how often you are actually responding better than you ever did before. Not only to bad things, but the good, bad, and the ugly, everything in between. Because, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that responding to good things that happen in your life is actually, and in some cases, even more important than having to respond appropriately to the bad things. You know, there's a statistic that, um, and this one's hard to believe, but apparently it's true, um, that 72% of people that, you know, win huge sums of lottery end up broke or just as bad as they were years down the road. And that's an example 
I mean, you could say, hey, you know, maybe that's negative programming. I'm not worth it kind of stuff. Sure, there's all kinds of room for that thinking. And there may be some truth, but, but the reality is people that, that, that lose all that money again, it really comes down that they just responded inappropriately. They reacted to that windfall and they continued to overreact to that windfall again and again and again until all that money was gone. That's what happened. So I tell that story because it's every bit as important to respond appropriately to the good things that happen in life as well as the bad things and everything else in between. And with this exercise, you will train yourself to do it in the four main wheels of life, which all of us have to contend with. Beautiful. Yeah, where attention goes, energy flows, right? And I really enjoyed that question that you have you know, within the program and like these different things, which is you know, knowing that you know, the energy of happiness is ever present. And then you know, asking, you know, how would you respond to that? And if you really take a second to reflect on that, um, tune into it, you know, feel it out, and you know, you'll, you'll get some answers and some you know, new levels of awareness in your life as to how those things are all ever present, even if you don't think it is, right? Because it's usually our judgment of our circumstance that is really kind of ends up holding us back. So if we're able to see those, where those things exist already and then build upon that, then you can really kind of, yeah, build a life that has more of that where, you know, where you're noticing it and then you're creating and allowing more of that to flow within your life. So yeah, absolutely. I love it. You know, and, and, and those instructions, by the way, came from guidance. Those were not mine. I'm not driving the bus on those. And when I, when they first came through, I was like, really? Like people can find that. And then as I started to think about it, I started to realize, wow, the psychology, the actual psychology behind those instructions is mind blowing. If you actually take the time to dive into those instructions and deconstruct it and think about what it's actually doing, if you do that, I think you'll be amazed. I mean, cause it really is deep. It flips a script on your entire day and it, right. And it keeps you, at a specific vibration, it keeps you looking for things at certain high vibrations. And we know, we think about attraction and manifestation. I mean, uh, once, I was a, once I went, oh my goodness, the psychology of this and, and how it respects our human nature and how our brains work is absolutely brilliant. I wish I would have thought of it myself. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And I, I love the concept too of asking powerful questions. Anyway, that's something I... Uh, you know, talk about or, or teach within programs and coaching and because you know a lot of times we ask ourselves disempowering questions or questions that can't just you know just keep us stuck so when you can uh, shift the type of questions that you ask yourself you can start to break out of you know whatever um, thought patterns paradigms thought forms that you're stuck in so I love it and yeah this is great this feels pretty complete to me uh, what about you is there any things that you want to share that we perhaps should have touched on when it comes to you know, managing ourselves as empaths, responding to life, to the you know, technology and tools that are, at, you know, that are available to us, anything that comes to mind? Well, I mean, if somebody wanted to learn more about what it is that I'm doing, I mean, um, who knows, there may be a link that'll pop up somewhere, who knows, but I mean, um, you know, I, I guess what I would really wanna just emphasize for people is this. 
I agree. Everything feels complete about what we talked about today. Um, just this, know this, is that day by day, as we begin to respond more appropriately to life as it happens, the good, the bad, and everything between, the more we naturally and effortlessly put ourselves in the most perfect position to influence what, what comes next in our lives. This is what I learned to be true. Um, that is what I've learned in working with life response frequencies and this energy over the years. The real key to influencing what comes next for you, because look, there are some things, and, and, and you know, this year, 2020, we've learned there's things that we do not control. As much as we like to think we can control everything, there are some things that will show up that will not be in your control. But how you respond to them, you know, avoiding reactions, knee-jerk reactions, and overreactions is what builds this energetic karma for you, if you will, that attracts more and that ends up influencing more of what will show up for you in the future. And that's why this is so important. Awesome. Yeah, very, very wonderful stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's so important to just respond appropriately, right? What can we control? And yeah, we, we I've talked about this in some previous episodes too. This concept of what kind of world do you want to live in? You know, what kind of life do you want to live in? That's you know a question that came uh, through me, through through spirit, through Pachamama, actually, you know, Sweat Lodge. And what kind of world do you want to be back born back into? And so you, if you have this brain that's hardwired for you know scarcity and danger and things like that you know we have the capacity to you know reflect and say you know what kind of world do you want to live in so how do you want to respond is another way uh to answer that question and um just to, to reprogram right <laughs> to reprogram our ourselves and this perhaps you know this collective <laughs> chaos that we live in yeah. okay so what's the best place for people to um find your work, connect with you, get updates, that kind of stuff. Uh, you can go to passivebrainfitness.com. All right. And you have a sign up for an email list there or something like that. There should you have... there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Social should... media. Yeah. All right. Just go to the website. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's you know all what? you need. I got to, I mean, the website, uh, I'll tell everybody up front, the website is pretty much all science on the front, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and there's an opportunity to, to look at my, the Smarter in Seven Minutes membership. When our mobile app is released, you know, there'll be an opportunity to get that, which should be in a couple weeks. Um, there's a program where you can try Meditation in Minutes, which is another program I have for free. Uh, give that a, sh you know, and that, that has, it's, again, very science, but also a lot of spiritual, but in a different way. Um, I drive the bus on that product, um, you know, and, uh, and once, you know, you try something for free, you'll be in my community, essentially. And then, um, you know, you'll get an email at some point in time says, here, life response frequencies, have a look, you know, if you're interested, right? But that's right. how you can get to know me. Yeah, perfect. And so I'll put that in the, the show notes as well. So you can find that in the, the, episode, the website show notes or, and also probably the, the details of this episode too, to just find it as quickly as possible. So thanks again for being here, for chatting, for sharing your story and your work. Uh, I really appreciate it. 
It's my genuine pleasure, Mike. Thank you so much. All right, that's a wrap.